Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host to the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. Last week, we heard from Mr. Josh Long about how to make Shakespeare magical and how to actually understand it. And he talked about the first folio of Shakespeare. And yeah, I have to tell you guys, this week, I've been going through some of Shakespeare's text, looking at semicolons and periods and exclamation points the way Mr. Long talked about it. And I am seeing Shakespeare in a new light. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and download it and listen to it because it will literally blow your mind on Shakespeare. Things that we just totally looked over now will be so significant, like a semicolon. It's His episode is fabulous. I also wanted to give a little welcome to our new listener in New Hampshire. Hello. <laughs> Hello from across the U.S. I'm so excited that you started listening to my podcast. Honestly, I'm sure it's beautiful in New Hampshire right now with the spring, and I wish I was over there with you. But if you didn't tune in last week to all of our friends here on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, I have a goal right now to reach listeners in all 50 states. The anomaly is Maine. It is like someplace I dream of going, but I don't know anyone from Maine. So I'm trying to get one listener from Maine. So it would be my dream if one person from Maine listened to the show. If you have any friends from Maine, send them the podcast and tell them to subscribe and download an episode so I can see Maine come up on my stats. That's my new goal. (laughs) Maine, help me out here. So I'm so excited. This is such a fun conversation that I get to share with you this week. So I get to introduce you to Wendy, who is one of my good friends. She currently owns a preschool and does a beautiful job teaching the youth. But what I really love about her is her backstory and how she faced challenges in her life. She is such an example, and that's why I wanted to bring her on the show. So the name of her preschool is Chrysalis Preschool, and that's referring to the moment of in the chrysalis, a butterfly has to struggle to gain strength to allow its wings to spread and actually fly. And you're going to see with Wendy that she had a lot of chrysalis moments, things that were challenges, but she utilized those to spread her wings. So in her story, you'll hear a journey of ups and downs, joys and sorrows. And I'm just really excited to share her raw ideas and feelings and story with you. And if you found this conversation spoke right to you, make sure to leave a comment and share it with a friend. We love to go back and read the comments to see what was connecting with the people in the show. And sometime today, make sure to hit follow and download the episodes on the show so you can stay up to date on our episodes and listen from anywhere you are. You guys, we have Wendy Allman here on the show and I am just thrilled to hear from her. She's a dear friend of mine and someone I just admire and look up to. But Wendy, we want to start us off with a question for you. And that is, what was your favorite toy growing up? Can I tell you something so funny? I didn't really like toys. I, my brother and I, I know my brother and I are like 13 months apart. We're Irish twins. Uh And so he and I, we were just buddies and we just always hung out and we just caused all kinds of problems and so we were <laughs> we didn't have it was just trying to make our mom like see how upset we could get her I think was our favorite pastime but oh, we loved goodness. books and um so my favorite book growing up or my favorite thing to do was having my mom read to me at night and it was Dr. Seuss's one fish two fish red fish blue fish emotional talking about it because she would record us so this was in the early 70s and she'd get out her cassette tape and record us and she still has recordings of us reading that to her and that is like those were my favorite things as a kid just the three of us 
and uh, she was a single mom and mm-hmm. she was amazing. And it was me and her and my brother. And, um, she just did such a great job. She, she really did such a great job. And so I that was like that. my favorite thing. And he Honestly, and I, that's perfect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and my brother and I are still best friends. He just moved to Utah and he and I are still, we talk all the time. We just talked this morning on the phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love both that yeah. relationship that you have with your brother and your mom and that your favorite toy is a book. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and hence, that's that. why I became a teacher. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to jump into your journey. Yeah. You guys, yeah. right now, Wendy is, she is managing this incredible preschool and I've been able to go in and volunteer at the preschool and honestly it is magical you walk in not only does it look beautiful but just the positivity in there and the energy of the kids it is just magical so will you kind of talk us through how did you get to where you are like you're teaching this is incredible well let me first of all say they love you we love you so much (laughs) and I'm just gonna say this and I really want you to include this you are seriously incredible. We can all say we knew you way back when. You are this. I was on your podcast or you came to my preschool. Well, yeah. So I'll tell you. So years ago, so actually my five times great grandma, um, she immigrated to America and she mm-hmm. started the first school in Salt Lake City. So whoa, she got whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, that's incredible. I know. She got here and there was nothing. It was dirt mm-hmm. and sagebrush. And she, she lived her life in England. Um, Her father was the constable to the queen. Her life was going to be completely different. And she decided, you know, we're going to pack up her, her husband and her two daughters. And they came to America and they got on the last wagon train to Utah, just crazy. And they struggled. So she went from a life of being able to, you know, she go to England she she's learned Mm -hmm. how to teach in England and then to America to this life of hardship she got to Utah and she said there's not a school here we they need a school Mm -hmm. so she went to the bricklayer and she bartered with him I'll teach her children for this long for all the bricks Mm -hmm. for my school and the same with the woodcutter and before long she had her school it's really special and the building is still there and of Mm -hmm. course I want it so badly but she's always been a big part of my life. And a few years ago, um, I actually was, um, I inherited her school bell. <sighs> and oh, I'll send you a picture goodness. of it. It's Please gorgeous. Do. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. And it meant so much to me. And I could feel her next to me that whole week. Mm-hmm. And and it was such a big time in my life, too, with my preschool when that happened. And so I started teaching preschool in Japan um years ago in like the night in the 90s like the mid 90s wait I didn't know this you taught preschool in Japan and it was so much fun and that was kind of where my love for teaching really started and then um when I had my second child I had the opportunity to teach preschool here in Utah at a private Mm -hmm. school and I just loved it so much Mm -hmm. and then when my third daughter Roxy was born I just decided I can't do this. I can't leave her anymore. And I, and I was far and I, so I decided to start my own and it was 
it was so hard. I had one student that year, <laughs> that first year. I had, mm-hmm. Well, I had two students, and one of them was my daughter, Susie. And okay. so I literally started with a newborn in my arms and my three-year-old learning at my feet. Whoa. And it was amazing. And every year I'd get a couple more students, but I would sit there and I would say to my husband at the time, can I keep doing this? Should I really keep going forward? And I just kept getting this really good feeling about it that I really needed to, and it was the right thing to do. And then after a couple of years, it became really successful and we were doing it out of our home, which is a a pioneer home. And so it was off to the side. It was part of the house, but it had its own entrance and it was really fun. Yeah. But then, um, and then our, our marriage fell apart Mm -hmm. and it was a really, really hard time. And Mm -hmm. the the preschool was successful, but I was doing it out of our home and I was moving Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I only talk about this because I want people to, to just know dep- mm-hmm. where, where you're at. Because I, when I was going through hard times, I would hear other people's stories and it would inspire me that I knew that I would make it. But for a time, my kids, my five kids and I were homeless and we didn't have a car when this yeah. happened. Wow. And I'm still trying to decide, do I keep my preschool going? Do I still do, I still do this? What right. should I do? What am I supposed to do? And I just kept being told the feeling I kept getting is you still need to keep the preschool going. And so um, through the just kindness and generosity of others, Mm -hmm. um, I found a place Mm -hmm. and I started back up again. I rebuilt it and just Mm -hmm. worked so hard and I got it and I got it going again bigger than it than it had been before. And I had a friend, a family friend. I had taught all of their kids, actually, and they found out I didn't have a car. And, um, they were really struggling and I'm sorry, but they bought me a car and, um, they, the next day they were blessed just enormously. And I can go into that story a little bit later, but, um, and that was like, for me, the beginning of like trajectory of things really getting better. And, but I'll tell you, I worked so hard. I, and I was doing my preschool out of my new house that I was renting and my house every day was full. It was so crazy. It was just so full of kids, but I was hustling. I, and I was also trying to get custody of my kids. I'm going through this divorce, but I'm like, I still have to feed my kids. I still have to support my kids. And the entire time I was going through all of it, I just kept getting this feeling like I knew it was going to be good and that it was going to be really huge and that like my dreams were going to come true. And there had been this brick house on University Avenue for years that I'd always loved. And, um, this one day I just got this really strong prompting. It was said, you need to go find a place for your preschool. Um, Mm -hmm. because by this time we were bursting out of my house and I had more students than I'd ever had before at at the other place where I started it. Right. And so I just kind of started driving around and banana leaf, uh, used to be on university Avenue. It was this Mm -hmm. Sri Lankan restaurant, and really beautiful, but they had moved back to Sri Lanka and they had um, a saffron farm there. And um, so I thought, well, I guess I'll try. And <laughs> the guy that was the the realtor was like, you don't want this place. It's a restaurant. I go, you don't want this. I go, I do, though. I really do. 
And so I, I, so he finally showed it to me. It took me twice to get him to show it to me. And I went in there that first day and it was still a restaurant. So like wood paneling all over the walls. Wow. I can't even imagine that because I've been in it where it's gorgeous now as the preschool. I can't even imagine walking in. And it was, it was crazy and it had been abandoned. So it was sitting there. The menus were on the table still glasses on the tables peacock doesn't come out a little bit i'd probably be like oh my (laughs) i just want to pause and give a moment to our sponsors now you guys (laughs) i'm afraid of three things and that's snakes haunted houses and going over my budget and utah money mons has helped me calm my fear of going over my budget through their free webinars and downloadable materials last december they actually had a webinar for panic procrastinators and it helped me stay in the budget and keep calm while i was getting all the gifts that i needed during the holiday season they actually helped 86% of their followers create a financial goal. So head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to get your free financial confidence boost. So it was sitting there. The menus were on the table still. Glasses on the tables. Peacock doesn't come out a little bit. I'd probably be like, oh my. <laughs> I know. It did. And then this is what really freaked me out. I stood there and all of a sudden... On the, like on those design shows, you know, how they go from one thing to the next. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was seeing what it was going to be from to- oh, from bottom oh, to top. Yeah. Everywhere I looked, it was like, blah, like it would just go all the way to the top. And I go, oh, whoa. <laughs> and it was so weird and so crazy. And it happened every everywhere I looked and it's like I'm getting chills talking about it now because every room I'd go in all of a sudden I would look and it showed me from bottom to top what it was going to be I'm thinking of that scene in Princess and the Frog where Tiana's like walking into that abandoned mill and then she's like and it goes into that vision of like it was like that it was so weird and it was totally involuntary and I was freaking out Right. And I left and, and my kids are like a big part of everything I do. And I always mm-hmm. run everything by them. And I afterwards, I'm sitting there with my daughter, Susie, and I'm being really quiet because I'm just trying to figure out what just happened. Right. And she goes, mom, this is going to sound really weird. I'm like, no, lay it on me. I'm like, and she goes, I think that's supposed to be ours. And I go, I think you're right. And so you're giving me chills right now. Holy I cow. know. And then it, when they wanted half a million, well, I mean, okay. here I am, you know, I've got my own business, single mom, five kids. Right, Hell, right. What am I going to do? My credit right. was shot. Right. <laughs> all, the, all these things. And, um, and then I was just told what to do. And this family that I talked about before that bought me the car. Yeah. I didn't find this out until much later. But they were built, I knew they were builders, but the day after they bought me that car and I knew they were really struggling, a man who was an investor called him, his name is Mike, Mm -hmm. and he said, Mike, I really, I heard about what you're doing and I would really like to get involved. And he was like, oh, great. That sounds amazing. And he goes, "Um, I can, how about next week? He goes, no, I'm on my way over right now. He comes over, he walks in and he hands Mike a check for $2 million dollars. And he oh says, I want to invest in your business. And he was just floored. And the next day, another investor came along and said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to outbid him. And then, and they just kept going, this kept going until they finally outbid each other. The, the one guy outbid the other one and bought their family <laughs> of eight, them and their six kids, Mike and Lisa's kids, 
a cruise to Hawaii for Christmas. What? <laughs> and and then and so now they went from this family went from being like 158th on the list of people who build in Utah to uh-huh. like second first or second it's always back and forth yeah holy cow so they were so blessed for doing that for me and you know it's been such a great lesson because they didn't know how they were going to do it they looked at each other and they said can we really do this and they said we can't not do this for miss wendy and so this was years later when I got this, you know, got the idea about um, doing the preschool there. And, and I was told that I needed to ask them and it was so hard. I'm telling you, it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. And my mom had just come back from out of the country and I knew I needed her to be here to, to, to push me. Cause I, I told, I took her there one day to the, to banana leaf. That's all. That's what it was. <laughs> and she goes, mom, she goes, Wendy, this is crazy. What are you thinking? And after she left, she goes, Wendy, you need that, that you have to have that. And it was just that she had the, not the same experience, but the feeling like this is what she's supposed to have. So when I asked Mike and Lisa, they said, absolutely. And they did it. And um, I've been able to buy it from them since then, but they invested in me and they invested in the business and they had a business partner that did too. And it was incredible. And I will tell you like renovating that place, it was so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. And we've just been, you know, we've just been so lucky and I've been so lucky to have the most amazing teachers especially at Miss Amber is our manager right now. And she is just incredible what she does for me. And my daughter, Susie managed it for a few years and she still does my social media and that type of thing, but they just helped me out so much. And I, I just, I, you know, it's just, it's just so interesting. Like don't ever give up. That's what I want people to know. Don't ever give up. It might look impossible, but you can't, you know, you can't, you just have to ask to see, you have to ask, can please show me what, what it's going to be. And, and you will see, um, whatever you believe in. If you believe in, um, the universe, if you believe in a higher power, just, just ask, ask for help and, and you'll get the help. I am truly just humbled. And I have been got, I've gotten really choked up as as you've been talking about your story and also the goodness of humanity and so humbled by your true perseverance through this circumstance of through difficult times that you were still running your preschool as you were homeless you didn't have a car like Mm -hmm. through this you are so perseverant like this is this is just incredible and and that hope of humanity that right now sometimes it's so hard looking at the news there's so much going on yeah and then I hear your story and I have so much hope that Mm. there are people like you out there there's people like those who have invested in you there are there is good and I I'm truly just humbled by by your story but I want to ask, is the name, so the name of her preschool is Chrysalis Preschool. Does it have anything to do with your story? Because I really love that idea. You know, it's so, it's so great that you asked that because mm-hmm. when I first started it, um, my husband and I at the time were, were trying to decide what should we call the preschool. Mm-hmm. And he, um, you know, he's old school and he started looking through a thesaurus <laughs> and we came across the name Chrysalis and, he, and we were both like, yes, that's it. 
And I had no idea how much it was going to mean to me in the future Mm -hmm. when we took this building that had been abandoned, that was not what it was meant to be, I don't think. Mm -hmm. And um, we basically, it went through a metamorphosis and I went through a metamorphosis as well. And now, you know, and it means everything. And our our motto is that children come in. Well, our motto is developing the child today, expanding the opportunities of tomorrow. Oh, but I it's, love that. And thank that you so much. <laughs> but thank you. And but it also has to do with the fact that uh, a little caterpillar will will go in and make a cocoon, mm-hmm. and they feel safe inside. Mm-hmm. And then when they're done, then they fly away. And that's what we want to create. We create the safe space for children to be to learn, to learn in a way that's comfortable for them. And then eventually when they're ready, then they can fly off. They fly away to kindergarten or first grade. And it's so hard for us, but at the same time, it's so wonderful to see them to have grown and become this, this new little, you know, person in the fact, and a a few years ago, I kept getting this really strong feeling and prompting that I had that there was another child and here I have five children already <laughs> and I wasn't married. And I'm like, how is this going to happen? I'm like looking right. at my watch. I'm like, I'm almost like 50 now. And I'll, and I realized one day it was like, you're supposed to do it through foster care. And wow. so I decided, well, I'm going to jump in and see what happens. And it took me a couple of years to get licensed and they make it really difficult, really, really difficult, which is really great, mm-hmm. but they're extremely picky and there's a lot of steps you have to go through and so I did all the classes and then you get your house ready and everything and in 2019 I got licensed in September and then in November of 2019 I got this phone call from someone I didn't know and she said that she was with foster care and she said a little baby has just been born and she she told me all all about him and all about their family. And then she, and so she, I just let her talk for a little while. And then she said, well, what do you think? And at the time he was in the hospital, he was in the NICU. And I said, well, I'm all in a hundred percent. And she was so wow. surprised. And I, and I said, no, of course. And, um, and that, that was that, it was that Thanksgiving. And I was able to go and meet him for the first time in the hospital. And he was in the NICU for a week. And I just feel like he's just another one of those of those blessings that I've gotten from returning from returning to the gospel and for really turning my life back over to to God. And he's two now and he is just the cutest. He is just the cutest, sweetest thing. And, you know, and we're not sure. I mean, he's he may have some special needs, some developmental things, but it's like I'm I'm here for it and I'm ready, you know. Um, I, my two boys are on the autism spectrum. And so, um, I'm, I feel, I feel ready for the, you know, for it. So I am just so amazed. I loved hearing the story of why, why you called it Chrysalis preschool. And uh, this image came to mind of a butterfly forming and they're Chrysalis and it's in this cocoon And then they go through this, I remember in school just learning about butterflies and they go through this period of real struggle, getting through that cocoon. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember learning that it's this struggle. I think it pushes the the water stuff out through the wings and makes them strong enough to actually fly. Um, 
And I see that reflected in your story too, because I've known you where you've had this incredibly successful preschool, but that has not come through your cocoon moment and through eating through that cocoon. And I think that is a beautiful way to look at life. And maybe when people, we see them flying to recognize that a lot of times they've had this cocoon moment. And also when we're in those cocoon moments and struggling through pulling it back and understanding, okay, this is my cocoon, but it has a purpose to make me stronger. Yeah. You know? I love that cocoon moment. I'm going to save that. I'm actually going <laughs> to. Yeah. I, I, something that just resonated with me as hearing your story and then right afterwards, hearing that you called it Chrysalis Preschool and you comparing both your story to your, um, your name. And I, I just think that's so influential with your, with a part of this. How did you keep up perseverance through all these difficult times? It was all through God. It was all through God. I constantly asked him for help mm -hmm. and he did. And he helped me and he held my hand through all of it. That's and he, amazing. and I was able to, like I said, he showed me a vision of what it was going mm -hmm. to be, mm -hmm. not just the preschool, but like my life too. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's just really been, it's just really been amazing. My family mm -hmm. really went through some hard things and it's, mm -hmm. it's been so great to see, to see us come out of it. But he told me that, and he told me that it was going to be okay. He told me that on multiple occasions, mm -hmm. and I. That's 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 all I can say. That is for my answer oh. is just that he showed me and he told me. That's beautiful and amazing, and also that you asked for help, like you asked along the way, um, and I think that takes courage. I think sometimes the the most difficult words we can say or the moments mm -hmm. of true courage is when we're actually asking for help you know and so i mm -hmm. see perseverance and courage and i want to see what is your favorite thing to teach when you're in preschool like what's the moment that you feel like oh this makes me so happy you know oh there's so many i love playing the guitar and i play the guitar oh. with them a lot yeah that is my favorite thing because they're looking at me and I'm getting to see all their cute faces. And it's like yeah. one of those times that I feel like it's a pretty easy way to like get their attention. <laughs> I'm focused. Yeah. I love that. Um, the, I'll have, there's, all, there's these moments and this is like the beauty part of being a teacher that you have all the time where you'll just get this thing where you teach something and you can tell that they're getting it. That might be hard to understand. Mm -hmm. And you just get this like zing in your heart. And it's like, I feel like it's God telling you that is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And you just taught somebody else something. And mm -hmm. you just taught me something by saying your cocoon moment. I'm like, definitely. <laughs> I'm feeling that. <laughs> Please do. I'm like, well, you were teaching me. So it's kind of like a tag team. So I'll claim as your own. I'm all about that. Oh my gosh. That's what we title this. The cocoon moment. Oh my gosh. That's right? like Coming out of your cocoon. Something like that. No, I love it. No, because it's the cocoon moment is everything. It's, mm. it's the same thing with baby chick, right? They say you're not supposed to help them hatch because they need that. They need to have that pushing and Right. And to get, to get stronger, they'll die. And same right. thing. If you help a, if you help a butterfly, they'll die because right. they need to build up that strength. And, and boy, did I feel that during those hard times? I just thought I can, I can't do this. And I kept asking why, why do I have to do this? And I know people that are struggling right now 
you know, there's so much happening right now that's so hard and you just say why. Right. And, um, it, yeah, it, it, it can be really I'm hard. Amazed. It can be really, really hard. I'm just amazed at you and your story. And no, you as we're are. wrapping, oh, I know, especially so as like walking into your preschool, there is like that perseverance does not come without a feeling like you walk mm-hmm. in and it's it just it is honestly a magical place i hope so all nice. of our listeners like have an opportunity one day to stop by your preschool or You're message so you nice. to come a volunteer because it is it is truly beautiful not only the building what you've done to make it beautiful inside but but the teachers the atmosphere and your your mm-hmm. your thoughts on education are are honestly astounding to me but as we're wrapping up our conversation i want to ask you what we always ask our list our our interviewees on this podcast, and I'm really interested in your response to this, but what is one piece of advice you would have given your younger self to have more confidence? I guess I, I would say is to trust your first instinct Mm. and that, that has always been, but, but also that your real, the, the real beauty, I think that really, honestly, the real, the, your real beauty is inside. Mm-hmm. That if, if I had been told that more than, mm-hmm. than that it's external or, or whatever, if I had been told that really it's what's inside that, that, you know, what you do, what you do for others and who you are, that's what really matters. And I think mm-hmm. it's taken me so long to, to figure that out. I really, that would have been great to know when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you are a beautiful person. Both you have, you are gorgeous, both on the inside and out. So you're so nice. I love that. How can our listeners come and is, can they come to your Instagram to kind of see and look into your preschool a little bit? Do you have a website? Where can they find you? Sure. Uh, The easiest is Instagram. It's just Mm -hmm. chrysalis preschool. And then everything is on there that, that you yeah, it, it leads to everything there. So yeah, your your Instagram is my favorite. When I just need like a little peace moment, I just love to go and look you're at so, it. It's so beautifully so designed. Nice. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a lot Uh-oh. of white. Even the floors. We we oh, went. We we just seriously took a big leave when we went white uh, white floors too. But uh, it's, it's stunning. Great. Oh, it's honestly so stunning. It's well, so stunning. You're so nice. Well, I think you are, and oh. thank you for coming thank you for being willing to say yes when i've asked you to come and volunteer and teach my kids about money and teaching me about money and how to be financially (laughs) (laughs) it's a joy it is just a joy to be with you yes i i i just love you i think that you're amazing I'm just inspired You're by so you daily. Oh my thank God. you for taking the time to be on. No, thank you I'm so much. I'm so grateful. Next week on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. And so uh, flying is the same way. And, you know, so my instructor pilot, you know, he would let me get pretty, because you get the helicopter, it's a crazy, like, sideways, backwards, you know, to the limits of your instructor pilot when you finally you take control and say, can you? funny because as soon as he takes control it's like rock solid perfect hover again you know 
I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course to your cart and you just click check out and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.